Welcome to Raising Up Cops with Laura Michael and Madonna Lewandi. Hi, Madonna. Hi, Laura. We had this crazy idea to start a podcast together. <laughs> Not a crazy idea. It's a great idea. All right. So Madonna is an elementary school teacher by trade, and she's raising two very sweet kids with her husband, Danny. Danny is a major in the U.S. Army, and they're currently stationed in the D.C. area. Yeah, my children are super sweet, and they're super outgoing, and they're talkative, and hopefully you guys will get a chance to meet them one day, maybe on this podcast even. And this is Laura, and you may recognize her from Coptic Dad and Mom. She is a middle and high school English teacher, and she is married to Abuna Philopatir, or as affectionately known, Father Phil, not Father Philo, do not make that mistake, <laughs> as I did, <laughs> Father Phil. And um, she has two wonderful kids as well. So Madonna's kids are young. Your oldest is, what, five? Yes, Elise. She is five. And then I have Isaiah, who just turned three. How about you? Yeah, my kids are a little bit older. So Michael is seven. And Sophia is 12 now. Oh, my goodness. Entering the preteen stage is different. Very different stage, I think. Lord be with you. Thank you so much. I need all the prayers I can get. <laughs> but I think she seems very sweet and very like mild-mannered. Absolutely. She's she's an angel. But it's still, it's going to be tough navigating all of that. So hopefully we can do all of that together. We're hoping between the two of us and all of our guest speakers that we hope to have on, <clears throat> we'll be able to cover, you know, like the gambit of parenting stress. (laughs) Yes, which actually brings us to what we are calling our podcast, which is Raising Up Cops. And we kind of just decided that we wanted a podcast that talks about the realities of parenting, but specifically parenting uh, kids to come up in the Coptic church, which as we know is a little bit more challenging in this land of immigration of America um, and probably other places abroad as well. I'm sure there's many challenges that are the same. And so because we know that there's so many challenges, uh, what we decided to do was basically ask our Coptic dad and mom community um, a very simple question, and that is, what is the goal of parenting? And uh, so Lara is going to share with us some of these responses. Yeah, so I think these responses are really interesting. And first of all, how much they're alike. People really have are of one mind of what makes successful parenting. But there is some nuance in there that's so beautiful. For example, one was saying, for my daughters to see God's unconditional love in me. So this idea that we as parents want to be representatives, good representatives of God's love. um, I thought that was really fantastic um, to lead them to Christ, to, uh, to get them to heaven. I felt like that was so uh, succinct, you know, this is where we want to go. This is how, how we want to reach them or, you know, like the goal we want them to reach. So our goal is about their goal. I thought that was lovely. And I love that. I mean, like, as I was looking at all of these responses, I said, wow, these are like really great Sunday school students. These are such good Sunday school answers. But I think if I had to pick up a favorite, um, it's the one that said to raise up a loved, psychologically healthy, disciplined child who loves the Lord and lives for him. And isn't that just all-encompassing right there? <laughs> isn't Absolutely. That just, I mean, that just says it all because we do, of course, want to focus on our spiritual lives. Of course, we want to focus on how they love the Lord. But there is a whole person there 
not just a spiritual person. There is a whole person in brain and body and mind. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And one of our, one of our friends and potentially future guests, Lillian added that we, we do want to get them to heaven, but we also want them to be decent human beings on earth too. We need them also to be going back to this idea of we're parenting a whole child, right? Not just one facet, but a whole child. Absolutely. And this actually brings us to the verses that we wanted to share. So uh, when Laura and I were kind of chatting about what we want this, you know, podcast to encompass and and talk about, uh, Deuteronomy chapter six really just stood out. And I mean, it pretty much directly gives you what to do uh, in in terms of your children. So I'm going to read just a part of this passage that really stood out to me. Um, This is Deuteronomy chapter six, verses four through nine. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And now normally, this is where we kind of end the the verse. This is the verse that we hear. But later, it actually gives it a lot more context, context. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hands and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And at the beginning, when I first heard the, like, I always hear the verse, you know, love the Lord your God with all your soul and with all your strength, with all your heart. And it gives you like these warm, fuzzy feelings. But then as you read, suddenly I feel like I have to stand up like a soldier. Maybe it's because my husband's in the army. I have to be like a soldier and I'm being directed and instructed to do something very specific. And it is telling me everything you do when you lay down, when you wake up, when you rise, when you walk, no matter what you're doing, you need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And I love that too, in the context of parenting, that when you're teaching your kids, you're not just telling them one day a week or at prayer right before bedtime, right. that God is a part of your life every minute ev- everything that you're doing. You know, uh, Abuna likes to make this analogy that God is not an app on your phone. He's the operating system. And so he's not just, um, he's not just like a thing you open now and then he's the way everything is run in your life. And I think that's something we have to show our kids with our own behavior. Exactly. Because I think a lot of us think about um, spirituality as all these like teaching moments, but it is a lifestyle, right? It is the way that you present your rules. It is the way that you present your dinner table. It is the way that you present getting ready. It's literally every facet of your day-to-day life. You are doing it through the lens of loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And I actually, Laura, I don't know, I don't think I told you this, but I actually looked up because it says, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And I, did you understand that when you first read it? No, I'm trying to think if it's like a horse thing. I don't know. I'm trying to picture it. You know, that's actually exactly what I thought. But when I looked it up, it was more than that. So apparently uh, back when the Jews used to do prayers, I guess the, um, the leaders, used to have these little boxes with a piece of scripture or written on it inside. And they would tie that box around their arm and around their forehead as they're praying. So it is literally, they would tie the thing of value, which is the scripture 
to their body, to their being as they were praying. So that it is always in front of them so that they always remember it. And I thought that was such a powerful visual. Like it's not just a figurative thing that they used to say. No, they're saying it like this needs to be attached to your body. It is one with you. Yeah, they always talk about that um, when they're talking about the imma of the priest, when they talk about his hat or whatever they yeah. call it in English, I guess. <laughs> but they, they say it's a symbol of a crown and they're supposed to be on the front. Something that says holy to the Lord, like like dedicated to God, sacred, already like sanctified for God's use. So this idea that, you know, it should be like glued on your forehead. <laughs> I love that, though. I really do. You know, the other thing I really like about this passage, which, you know, is a little past what we read, is the second section, starting with verse 10, which talks about how when you leave your own land, which I think is so vivid um, and poignant for us as cops. When you leave your own land and you go to a new land that's flourishing with large and beautiful cities and these gorgeous houses full of all of the material goods that we all have now, mm. and you're eating and you're full and you're just like, you know, totally satiated, basically. <laughs> Don't forget God. You know, it's like he knew, Moses knew. <laughs> don't get comfortable. God is the same today, yesterday, and forever, right? He knows. He knows exactly what kind of people he created. And he knew that we get distracted easily. We're a bunch of little people that have very distractible personalities. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the reader responses I thought was interesting was from one of my friends, Angie. And she said uh, that her mother always tells her to raise kids that are better than she is. You know, what do you think about that, Madonna, raising kids that are better than we are? You know, my mom used to also say the same thing. My dad used to say the same thing. My, his biggest goal, their biggest goal in life was to see us doing better than them. The thing is, is there is a better in terms of finances. There is a better in terms of family. There is better in terms of spirituality. And I didn't understand it at the time, but they really did mean it in every single way. They really just wanted us to be better than them. Um, the thing is, some of us are striving to be our parents. Some of us absolutely enjoy who our parents were. And some of us do need to aim to try to do better than they did in many ways. And I think, I think that's why the, um, the answer about the psychologically healthy child really, uh, strung a chord with, struck a chord with me because I know that that's not something that I grew up, uh, very vigilant about or really noticing was mental health, but I appreciate it now. So in that sense, I will say yes. I agree with that sentiment that maybe now we are more well-rounded that we, like we mentioned a couple of times, we understand there's a whole person there, not just a robot that we want just obey, obey, obey. Um, so I, I, I like that and I agree with it for sure that we do want them to be better than we are and not to pass on our generational traumas to the next generation. So, yeah. For sure. I think one of the things you and I were talking about is when we came from Egypt. So yeah. I think we, both of us actually were born in Egypt. And I was saying I came when I was six and a half. Madonna, you came when you were two and a half. And so I think one of the things this podcast is going to have to struggle with a little bit is how um, being raised in a Western society is affecting us and how it affects our kids. Absolutely. Um, what are what are your thoughts about some of the directions we could go in for the podcast? 
Oh, man. I mean, we came up with this really, really extensive list, right, Laura? We had everything from talking about preteen drama, you know, and of course, I'm sure dating and purity is going to come up in this because that's a huge thing. Um, We're going to talk about all of those uh, trigger topics. Like, you know, we talk about what do we do when our our children encounter somebody who has told them that they are transgender or homosexual. Um, People, you know, bullying. There's so many ways that this podcast is going to go and we want it to go. We don't want to shy away from those difficult topics for sure. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, because I think I think we all need each other and we need to have this collective wisdom of how to deal in the day-to-day. So um, we want to hear from you guys, of course, and we want to hear what are some practical ways you live with these verses that we discussed about raising your kids in the Lord and teaching them in all ways at all times to love the Lord, our God. So we want to hear from you guys some concrete things that you do. Right. Um, I I mean, we really just want to, you know, we've all attended Sunday school. Okay. We've all attended sermons and liturgies and we know the good stuff. We know we want to read the Bible together. We know we want to pray. We know all of these and they are very important. So we're just going to go ahead and add those to the top of the list. Now, Tell us what's next. What do you do in your families that you are proud of that you feel like really bring the Lord into your day-to-day life? And we would love to share these answers on our next time and just to kind of involve our listeners a little bit. Right, Laura? Absolutely. Yeah. We want to hear from you and we want you to uh, share with us all of the things that are working because we, as parents of relatively young kids, we all need uh especially from experienced parents, the wisdom of what what really lasts, you know, what what sticks in their hearts. And we hope you guys will stick with us for the future because uh, we plan to have a lot of guest speakers. We have a lot of, um, like I said, really difficult topics in here. And uh, we want to hear from you, okay? As much as Laura and I love chatting together, we would love to hear more from you guys and really be a part of this conversation. We are all really trying to learn. We are not doing this podcast because we have the answers. We are not doing this podcast because we know what we're talking about. We are doing it because, like Laura said, we are in this together and we need to learn. Absolutely. All right. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed listening to us and to this conversation. I'm sure you have a lot of things to add. And if you also have topics you want to suggest, you can find us. uh, You can find me on Instagram at Coptic Laura and Madonna. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram as well. at yes, it's really my name. That's because my name is Madonna and you guys, we, I grew up in this immigrant land and people did not take that well, did not take that <laughs> name well at all. Yes, it's really my name. <laughs> awesome. So we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you. See you next Bye, time. Bye, guys.